0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back
1: to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW as we take a look at the consumer news from the past week. I'm Martin Strong. BC's Attorney General says the province is taking the next step in its plan to tackle online sex torsion. Nikki Sharma says the province intends to launch an online platform in January that will allow people to report if their intimate images are being distributed without their consent and provide an order telling the perpetrator to stop distributing the images and for online platforms to take it down. Her comments come after the Mounties in Prince George said a 12-year-old boy had died by suicide after being targeted. In an online sextortion scheme, Sharma called the boy's death terrible and uh, offered her condolences to the family. And if you've updated your phone to the new iOS 17, you may want to know about a new iPhone feature that is raising some security concerns. It's called NameDrop, and it allows you to just tap a button and quickly share your contact info with another phone that's nearby. It's very convenient. The trouble is, when you upgrade to the new operating system, if you have an iPhone, the default setting is always on, and you may not even know it. And some police departments across North America have been warning parents to make sure you change that setting to off to prevent strangers from grabbing their contact information. Still, it's probably not time to panic. Apple and many other tech experts say it shouldn't be a problem because both the sender and the recipient have to give their permission before any info gets shared. But sometimes things get clicked when they shouldn't. Have you received phone calls or texts from people claiming to be from Revenue Canada or some other government institution? You're not alone. 42% of those asked in an online survey by Interact. Say they've been targeted by scammers pretending to be representatives of official government institutions. 41% say they've experienced phishing scams, and 33% have dealt with fake banking, credit card, and online account scams. Interacts Director of Cyber Market Intelligence and Financial Crimes says these criminals carrying out the scams are pros and very opportunistic, and it's important for consumers to stop really scrutinize what they're looking at, and also report them. When it comes to accessibility to those with disabilities, Vancouver is getting a failing grade. A new report finds Vancouver, along with Calgary and Ottawa, have major accessibility inadequacies. The University of Calgary-led Mapping Our Cities for All project found that 48% of the buildings in Vancouver are either inaccessible or partially inaccessible to people with disabilities. Ottawa, the home of the Canadian government, was at a whopping 53% when it comes to inaccessibility. Calgary was a little better at 35%. This study aims to help the federal government meet its goals of removing all barriers for those with disabilities by 2040. It used geographical data and insights from people who have firsthand experience with disability. And this is a little scary, especially if you have kids who play a lot of soccer. Researchers at Columbia University have found that headers in soccer may hurt brain function over years. The first studies into the longer term effects of hitting a soccer ball with your head is making a link with concussion-like brain function changes and lower verbal learning performance. In both studies, adult amateur soccer players were put into groups of low to moderate headers or high. MRIs of their brains were done at the beginning and after two years, and verbal learning was tested after one year. And are loud potato chips just too distracting When you're trying to play video games, Doritos says up to 30% of American gamers are distracted by crunching noises while playing online multiplayer games. So they've uh, come up with something called silent, which what they call or what they say is a crunch cancellation technology. They hired a tech company called smooth technology, which trained an artificial intelligence program on the sound of people munching on Doritos so that it can recognize the sounds and remove them from a voice chat. So the chips will still be crunchy, but just like noise canceling headphones, the crunching will be canceled out. I don't know. Maybe it's just a good time to take off the headphones Turn off the TV, maybe go for a walk. This is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, it's Christmas in Yale Town, and they have a lot planned. That's coming up next.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And today, a Christmas tradition is happening in yaletown in vancouver as the yaletown business improvement association celebrates 11 years of candy town it is on until five o'clock this afternoon it's downtown vancouver's only free outdoor winter festival every year they transform yaletown and to, to help us get a picture of it and uh, and to tell us why you should head on over to Town is Annette O'Shea. She's uh, the executive director of the Town Business Improvement Association. And uh, Candy Town has been going for 11 years. And, uh, and and you you like the idea that it's kind of focused on the candy. But <laughs> there's much well, more. I, than just candy. I, love candy. <laughs> I love
2: candy. I love candy. I start eating. Uh, I think the day the candy canes come out uh, November 1st, I, I know I've got one with my morning cup of tea. Uh, we have lots and lots of candy themes and we've got lots of candy vendors coming to But They'll just be there for today. We've got the Maple Sugar Shack where you can get maple sugar candies and he'll make them right in front of you, roll it up onto a stick and you can enjoy a beautiful Canadian tradition. Um, many of our shops will have holiday candy specials only available for today during Candy Town. Um, it's, it's just so much fun, and you might as well you might as well come and enjoy and have fun. It is free and it is outdoor, so dress cozy.
1: Yeah, and I, I want to get more information about Candy Town, but we're going to talk about uh, Yale Town for Christmas because if you want to shop local. And you want to feel what Christmas is like? Yale Town throughout the entire Christmas season is a great place to be. But back to Candy Town, since it's on now. Um, so, where? How did it start? Where? What was the idea for Candy Town originally? We wanted to have a free outdoor festival
2: for Christmas. We wanted to have a place for our community, friends, and family kids, old and old and young, to come and play for a day and actually enjoy Vancouver at this time of the year. And we wanted it to be free. And so we played around with some ideas and said, okay, let's theme it on candy. Who doesn't like candy and cookies (laughs) and Christmas baking? So uh, that's kind of the way we went. And, you know, there's lots of places in January where you can come and go to the gym and take a spin class and work off the joys of Candy Town. (laughs) You can do that in January. So it's a free free family festival, one day only. Great
1: fun! Yeah, and uh, there's like uh, Santa will be in attendance. Is in attendance? Can I say is
2: that? He's uh, Santa's moving around. He's kind of hard to catch, but uh, you might be able to catch him. What we can guarantee is we've got a letters to Santa group of elves who will help children to write a letter to Santa or make it, maybe make a drawing for Santa. And we'll get them all uh, mailed off to Santa. And we absolutely guarantee that every single letter will get a response before Christmas.
1: Oh, that's awesome. That's great. So, so how, how did Candy Town do? I, I guess COVID was a bit of a challenge.
2: You know, we can still do it. We still did it during COVID. Um, not the first year because we weren't allowed, but afterwards we did because it's outdoor. And we can easily keep people safe. We've got lots of hand sanitizing, but it's an outdoor festival, so there's lots of room to keep that space um, yeah. that, we, that I think that many of us still want to have because we've got live ice carving demonstrations. We've got lots of live caroling. We've got live music. We've actually got roaming characters, including a breakdancing Rudolph. So <laughs> you haven't really seen anything to do with Christmas until you've seen Rudolph, spinning around on his back doing some breakdancing moves. So lots of fun, but lots of opportunity to keep your social distance if that's where your comfort level is.
1: I, I'm still trying to picture a breakdancing Rudolph. <laughs> it's I, really I just good. see a lot. Spinning a lot around of, on his back. <laughs> a lot of limbs, akimbo. Um, yeah, so <laughs> interesting. Uh, yeah. So so you mentioned the candy. Uh, that That's kind of your favorite part. But what's... what's Besides the candy, what's your favorite part of Christmas in Yale Town and Candy Town? I really like shopping local. I like like we've got an all you
2: all I want for Christmas, Christmas market, just for the one day, just for today. But every one of the shops in Yale Town, you're actually dealing with the person who owns it. And when you shop local, the jobs stay local, the money stays local, but you actually have influence over what is sold because the shop owners are going to talk to you. They're going to listen to you and they'll explain to you why they've brought a certain product in or why they've manufactured something. So you're actually dealing with a person from your own community. If your community is Vancouver, shopping local is so important to support your local economy and, and literally keep the lights on. It's one of the big, yeah. big bonuses with Yaletown is they are owner operated retail and, uh, Restaurants—they're all. You're going to talk to the owner.
1: Mm-hmm. And and one thing about Yale Town—it's it's a great place to walk around. It's super easy to walk around. There's a Canada Line station right. In fact,
2: the Canada Line station pops you out right into the middle of Candy Town. You pop right. out and there's the ice sculpting right in front of you. Um, super easy to walk around on Hamilton and Mainland Streets. Lots of shops, more than 200 shops, and lots of places to dine and catch a snack. One of the most fun things you can do on your own as an adult is is a self-guided Candy Town cocktail tour. So you can go to some of our restaurants have put a special cocktail on for today only. And you can go and try these new candy themed Christmas themed cocktails for one day
1: only. That makes it a pretty special day. Wow. Do you know any of the Christmas theme? Like anything with, uh, I like guess, pine or something? <laughs> well, it's, a- it, it's it's the most important part of my job. I call it market research when I have to go and <laughs>
2: test out these cocktails. It's it's difficult. Um, I love the cocktail that the Opus Hotel um, has invented, and it's an orange chocolate martini. It is fantastic it's wow. beautifully presented I mean I think presentation is part of it but it is beautifully made and it is delicious difficult to stop at one um, really? but uh, I, I managed to stop at one Earl's has got a really nicely uh, cinnamon I think it's toasted cinnamon marshmallow cocktail it's fantastic. Um, and for, you know, for a large restaurant chain to come up with a unique cocktail, one location, one day only, that tells you how
1: important Candy Town is for them as well, too. Yeah, that's great. I mean, Earl's is such a Vancouver institution. And you mentioned the Opus Hotel. And for, I would say, do you think the Opus Hotel is like the number one spot for celebrity watching in Vancouver? Ab- absolutely. And there are some celebrities in
2: town. Um, and some of them will definitely be at Candy Town. I'm going to let you look it up on the Internet to find out uh, which celebrities are in town. But, um, yep, it's the opus that they choose to stay at because they also like the vibe of Yaletown. They get a chance to walk around yeah. and, and tomorrow they'll be enjoying Candy Town. Um, but they, they get to enjoy a nice, distinct neighborhood,
1: small town yeah. feel in a big city. Yeah, that's the Opus Hotel, like, right right in a nutshell. And the Opus Hotel is a great opportunity for people who want to sort of soak in that vibe. You can go in and have a drink in the lounge. You don't have to stay. Totally. There. You can go in and, and see it because it's a cool place to hang out, isn't it?
2: It's a really nice place to hang out. Great little restaurant in there, Capo and Sprit. Um, but, you know, the Opus has always sort of been the heartbeat of Yaletown because it's right across from the Canada line station. It's big. It's cosmopolitan. It's super modern. And they're, they've been a community leader in Yelltown for more than 20 years. We just love working with them and their bartenders. Fabulous.
1: <laughs> and lady Gaga. That's the place she stays when she's in Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah, she
2: does. Uh, Prince does Seth Rogen does. Um, Ryan Reynolds does share. I actually got to meet share once. Um, really? yeah. They're going to stay at the Opus because it's a small boutique hotel who uh, helps them to maintain their
1: privacy as well. Yeah, yeah. Cher, Cher is really nice. I interviewed her once on the phone, and she was really nice.
2: Well, I bumped into her on the street, and she was looking for a seafood restaurant named Rodney's. And I was like, well, I'll walk you there. So I was like, <laughs> I'm walking with Cher. <laughs> wow,
1: that's great. I'm, I hope she went home and said, I'm walking with Annette. <laughs> I met Annette, Annette O'Shea. I met Annette, the, Un- unlikely. <laughs> the executive director of the Yale Town Business Improvement Association. We're talking about Yale Town for Christmas because today, this afternoon, uh, is Candy Town, and uh, it's a great place if you if you can get out there. And bring your kids. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on, and then uh, later in the evening, there's all the restaurants and bars. And we we're talking about the cocktails. and uh, And how many how many retail stores are there in Yale Town?
2: We have more than 200, all within six blocks. So it's kind of like an outdoor mall, uh, except that the stores are all independently owned and operated. And today only, we'll also have the All I Want for Christmas. Christmas Market. And those are all artisan quality, artisan-led um, products. So they're makers. The person who's selling the jewelry actually made and designed the jewelry. The person who's selling the baked goods made the baked goods for you. So for one day only, you get a chance to really, really shop local and
1: support local. Yeah, hashtag shop local. That's that's right? so important. And and if you're stuck, like say you're 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 thinking, I don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. I don't know. It's it's one thing to just sit there and think about it, but if you go to Yale Town, there's all these different stores, and all of a sudden you'll see all these things you didn't even think about, and it'll really get the shopping creative juices flowing. Right.
2: My favorite store in Yale Town to go into for Christmas is called The Cross. 3,500 square feet of anything that you would could think of for Christmas. And you don't have to, you can go in and say, I need to buy for this person. And I find them really difficult to purchase for, and the cross staff will go, we've got the perfect five gifts. Let me show you. Here's some different price points. Here's some choices. We'll wrap it for you. Add a card. I can walk in with a list and walk out
1: done. Yeah. There's not a lot of stores
2: in Vancouver you can say that about.
1: That's true. And if you want to buy some cool jeans, for yourself, <laughs> go to Yale
2: town. Well, I'm going to, I'm, there's quite a few retailers. I'm going to go to Mavi. I, I've got quite long legs um, and they're used to long legged people. So, right. and they're also local. So I'm going to shop at Mavi if I'm looking for, for denim for me. If I'm looking for denim
1: for a man, I'm going to go to Brooklyn. Right. Right. And then that's I know the, what doing. that's the, uh, the gift of Christmas shopping is you get to buy stuff for yourself while you're out there. And it's, it's, well, cause it's on sale.
2: Yes, it's on sale. It would it would be foolish of you to wait till after Christmas. So yeah, but I do enjoy the shopping. I mostly just enjoy the vibe that Candy Town brings. It brings a, a nice vibe to the street. It's crowded. Everyone's smiling. People are singing along to the carolers, or they're chasing after the horses, or they're sitting in a frozen Santa sleigh made out of ice. It's just such a nice vibe. I
1: wish we could do it every year. Yeah, it's on now, Candy Town in Yale Town uh, we're talking to Annette O'Shea from the Yale Town Business Improvement Association and when we come back we're going to talk more about all the things that uh, Yale Town offers and and some of the challenges that uh, that area uh, has has done and they've really come out looking really good it's a, it's an amazing place Yale Town and we'll have more when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this
0: this is a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser the opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome
1: back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking about Candy Town in Yaletown. It's on today, uh, and we're talking to Annette O'Shea from the Yaletown Business Improvement Association. If you can get out there and enjoy it, they've got all sorts of things. There's, I mean, quickly, let's go over what, what people will see this afternoon uh, at Candy Town in Yale Town. once they say they get off the they get off the uh, the Canada Line train and get right on the street.
2: When you step off of the Canada Line uh, station in Yale Town, the first thing you're going to see is going to be a 1,600 pound block of ice that has been carved into a huge Santa sleigh. It's going to be beautiful and glittering and gorgeous and you can get a selfie photo you and a couple of friends can actually fit inside this sleigh made out of ice that's absolutely fantastic to see you're going to be listening to some carolers you're going to be listening to east band horns um, playing their their horn ensemble and and walking around and, and entertaining folks you might catch a glimpse of the horse carriage as they go by or you can uh get in line and, and get onto the horse carriage and then you walk a few steps and you're going to be in the middle of our Christmas market. So there's an awful lot to see and do. It's all free. It's all family friendly. Um, And we're also raising money for Vancouver children's hospital. So it's a great day for everybody.
1: Yeah. So all the people who are taking the horse carriage rides, that money is going to the BC kids hospital.
2: You bet every year. It's our 11th year raising money for BC children's hospital.
1: Yeah, that's, that's Candy Town going on in Yaletown. And I, I used to work years ago, um, just outside of Yaletown. And at lunchtime, there was one place to get a sandwich in Yaletown. It was that it was such a different place. And then I just watched it grow into this, this community and this just very, very cool Hip part of town, and uh, it's amazing to see the changes. And I guess it's it's always changing, isn't it? It's always changing. But you know, what's interesting is we have eighty-four food and beverage
2: locations now. Wow, eighty-four. So whatever you're looking for or or needing for a snack, you're certainly going to find it in Yeltown. We, you know, eighty-four restaurants we have 200 stores there's an awful lot to explore but it's all very very walkable um and at christmas right now it's all beautifully lit we have really gone all out for the last year on our winter lighting so it's beautiful it's very welcoming
1: um, and it's twinkly and kind of romantic. It's beautiful. <laughs> nice. Nice. And so, and if you can't get out to Candy Town this afternoon, I definitely recommend that you uh, do a little Christmas shopping trip to Yaletown. And it's it's really easy to get there. Like I say, on the Canada line, the the stop is right in the middle. And there's lots of parking around and you can go. But, but to go and shop local, how important is it to shop local these days? For, it for is you? quite literally
2: how we keep the lights on. You know, if you shop local, the jobs stay local. The product stays local. You get a chance to meet the person who owns and operates that store. Your dollars don't go to buy someone a yacht. They go to buy some someone's daughter some ice skating lessons. You know, it, you're keeping the vibe local. You're keeping the love local. It's so important. Most of the dollar that you spend, more than 60 cents out of every dollar, stays in the local community if you buy from a local shop. It's a big, big difference. We saw the difference that COVID made. And now our retailers are really needing you to come back and, and keep it all local.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Instead of uh, supplying jet fuel for billionaires, you're actually keeping that money in Vancouver. And, and also, like I say, if you're sort of stuck for a, a gift and you're, you know, you're online, you're looking and trying to figure out what to buy somebody, that's not always a great way to do it. A good way to, is just to immerse yourself in a, in a place where there's all sorts of creative gifts and all sorts of things that you didn't even think about. And there's so much of that in Yale Town.
2: There is so much of it. And, you know, you can go into the shops in Yaletown and say, here's my list. Here's who I need to buy for. I'm, I'm you know, have a mental block. I, I can't quite figure out what to get. And lots of the shops will say, well, give me the list. Well, let me show you what we got. We've got these new things in or we've got a special on or if we can add that. And then they'll wrap it for you. They'll even write the card for you. So for some of, you know, many of us don't have enough time to get creative. That's okay. That's what Yeltown's for come on down. We, all of our shop owners, they're, they're super creative and they love doing what they're doing. They'll certainly help you out.
1: Yeah. And I think the whole idea of retail shopping in an actual physical space instead of online shopping is kind of making a comeback in, in sort of the same way as vinyl records have made a comeback there. People realize they wanted to touch things and they wanted to, to hold something. And do you, do you feel that? Christmas is the best time to do that. I mean, you're immersed Mm -hmm. in the, you can, you're
2: surrounded by all the twinkly lights. You're surrounded by the ornamentation. Everybody's sort of dressed up their stores. We've dressed up the streets. It's fun. And it's, and you can stop and have yourself a hot chocolate if you want to, and chat with people or see what other people are buying. You don't get any of that experience online. Online. You're just staring at a flat screen. It's, that has no dimension to it, no real emotion to it. It's like, come on, come and come and share your Christmas spirit and, and catch some of our Christmas
1: spirit. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We're talking to the executive director of the Yaletown Business Improvement Association, Annette O'Shea. Candy Town is on now, this afternoon, but uh, the rest of the Christmas season is just going to be hopping in Yaletown. And, you know, as... As someone from the Business Improvement Association, I'm I'm looking to you to help me buy a gift. So, for people listening, maybe uh, maybe it's a it's a somebody who wants to buy something for their spouse. So what? And they say, I have no idea what to buy that person. What what's your advice? And I, I hope you. Have I have some- three. I have three go-to shops. One of
2: Excellent. them is called the Cross. And they have transformed into a Christmas winter wonderland. It's an absolutely beautiful store. It's just on and Homer. They've been there. It's their 20th anniversary this year. Imagine 20 years of Christmas retail. I can walk in there not knowing what I want, not knowing what to get, and they will help me. I can easily find gifts from like $8 to $80. I can find gifts for men, women. I can find gifts for my coworkers, so that's a real go-to for me. If I'm shopping for men, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut to the chase and I'm gonna go directly to Brooklyn Denim. They've right. got everything in there for men. Um, they know what they're doing. Their sales staff are really professional. Their product is unique, um, beautifully presented, and easily easily returned if I run into if I make a mistake. So I love going to those two. Um, and I love West of Woodward for women. And then for I have three sisters, so I shop at Fine Finds for my sisters because mm-hmm. so I can get jewelry, I can get scarves, I can get a handbag. Everything there is the newest fashion. Um, this year's very, very contemporary styles. So those are some go-to shops for me. I'm not going to go to 200 shops. I don't have time, and I don't have the energy. I'm going to go to three or four owned and operated by locals. Who know what they're doing, and you know all of these businesses are have been in Christmas a long time. They've been around. Mm -hmm. This is not their first Christmas. They can help me out. I love being able to walk in with a list and walk out with everything wrapped and ready
1: to go. Nice. I I like that too. And it's all there, and it's very walkable, Yale Town. Very walkable. tons of tons of different stores and and also here here's an idea this is my idea there's all those places in Yaletown as you walk around where you go for skin care and spa treatments and stuff how about yep. a gift certificate
2: oh I love gift certificates they're so easy to wrap yeah <laughs> <laughs> and who's who I've never met anybody who says no thanks I don't want a spa treatment no thanks <laughs> I don't want a massage of course they're like oh my god I absolutely need um, you know to be to to choose my own time to go and look after myself. Maybe that's in the new year. So gift certificates are a foolproof, foolproof way to
1: buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you are uh, wanting to get into the Christmas spirit, regardless of shopping or buying presents, but if you want to get in the Christmas spirit, um, a great place to spend some time is to go down to Yaletown, especially today because it's Candy Town and that goes until five o'clock and uh, there's a ton of stuff going on. But uh, there's still uh, lots of lights and lots of things going on in Yaletown deep into the Christmas season. Right. Oh, you bet. It's absolutely beautiful. We've got lots and lots of
2: Christmas light displays on, and we actually can change the light displays based on how dark it is out or, or color themes that we want to go to. So right now, it's
1: it's all Christmas everywhere you walk. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, you've kind of got me into the Christmas spirit. You know, considering it's, it's just barely December, uh, I'm, I've officially passed the, into the Christmas zone, thanks to you. You've
2: only got three weekends to get your shopping in. So today is a good day. You can get it all started or get it all finished in one day, in one neighborhood,
1: uh, all at one time. Yale Town. uh, Yale Town is the place. And and, and tell me one more time at the Opus Hotel, that Christmas drink that they have that people could get tonight.
2: Oh, it's an orange chocolatini. It's orange and chocolate martini. It's absolutely fantastic. And, yeah. and quite a complicated drink. It's not something that you would make at home. So yeah, it's, but that, it's one day only. After
1: today, you won't see it again. And that's at the uh, Opus Hotel in the heart of Yale Town. And we're talking to Annette O'Shea from the Yale Town Business uh, Improvement Association. And uh, they are celebrating Candy Town until 5 o'clock tonight and then just Christmas, Christmas, Christmas in Yale Town. Thanks for talking to us, Annette. Thanks very much. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you too. Uh, This is Vancouver Consumer coming up. Remember when people would smoke in their office? Sometimes they smoke in your office and you didn't want them to. It wasn't that long ago. I've got that story of how those new rules in Vancouver came to be when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this.
0: This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.
1: Welcome back. I'm Martin Strong. An interesting story out of New Zealand this past week. On Monday, the brand new Conservative Prime Minister scrapped a law that made it illegal in New Zealand to sell cigarettes to anybody born after 2008. It was an interesting law because it meant that in 2023, if you were 15 or younger, you couldn't buy smokes. Pretty straightforward. But since it applies to anybody born after 2008, It would have meant that 10 years from now, that minimum age would be 25, and then by 2043, it would be illegal to sell cigarettes to anybody younger than 35 years old. Health advocates call the scrapping of this law a win for the tobacco industry, but the conservative prime minister, Christopher Luxon, says he doesn't want to see a black market emerge where young people would buy cigarettes anyway, even though they were illegal governments all over the world have been trying out all sorts of ideas to get their populations to stop smoking. But it's been a slow process. For example, here in Metro Vancouver, it's only been relatively recently that smoking in public indoor spaces was banned. In fact, it was today, December 2nd in 1986, when Vancouver's first clean air bylaw came into effect, banning smoking in the workplace. In fact, the headline in the Vancouver province on December 2nd, 1986, read, Trash the ash, or be prepared to part with some cash. They knew how to write headlines back then. The ban was reported in the papers as one of the strictest in the country and came on the heels of other anti-smoking bylaws passed throughout Canada. For example, Uh, way back in 1976, North York, Ontario banned smoking in supermarkets. People couldn't believe it at the time in 1976. You couldn't have a smoke while you're squeezing the produce. And in 1986, Vancouver ranked very low when it came to the number of smokers, some of the lowest smoking rates in the country, 26% of Vancouverites were listed back then as smokers, while the national average was around 31%. That sounds very Vancouver, healthy living and all that. But still, 26% of us here in the lower mainland smoked in 1986. It's not like that now. According to last year's numbers, the national average is about 9.5%. And back to 1986 in Vancouver, these new rules went over pretty well at least according to the guy who wrote them, the the anti-smoking bylaw, Jeff Rowlands, he told the newspaper that the new rules generally went over very well. He reported on the first day of the ban going into effect, his office had about 30 complaints, but it was mostly from non-smoking employees who weren't happy that their bosses weren't taking the ban seriously enough and were walking around with cigarettes. The rules would also get tougher Uh, then even that, I remember the days when you walked outside from an office, especially when it was cold and you had to pass a thick screen of smoke from people taking a cigarette break while all huddling right next to the doorway. Well, that changed on April 1st, 2008, when the BC government outlawed smoking right side, right outside of a building entryway. The new rules said you had to be at least six meters away. And the city of Vancouver was a lot tougher than many other lower mainland governments. In 2008, Vancouver banned smoking on outdoor restaurant patios. That's a move that caused a lot of controversy in 2008 with restaurant owners facing a $2,500 fine if it was shown that they're not enforcing that law. And it was probably a tough transition for a lot of smokers. I get that because it's tough to quit. And by the way, if you are trying to quit smoking, the BC government has a great free resource online. It's at quitnow.ca. You can start a quit plan and do it right absolutely free. So good luck with that, quitnow.ca. I'm Martin Strong. This is Vancouver Consumer. We are here every Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. Leo Coelho is our producer